Hello and welcome to Guy Free, Working on Me, A Woman's Journey to Self-Awareness. This is a great moment in your life, a moment where you have decided to stop taking care of everyone else and to just start to take care of yourself. Stick with me through these podcasts and we are going to take the best rides of our lives. Listen up. Guy Free Working on Me is not meant to be a permanent lifestyle. It is meant to be a time in your life where you stop basing your worth, your happiness, and your self-esteem on having a man at your side. This is going to be an all-out redeciding of who you are, who you want to be, and what you feel inside. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi, everyone. I'm Shauna Hoffman. Welcome to Guy Free Working on Me. The last episode was pretty profound for so many people, including me. The feedback that I've gotten as to the soul searching it brought up for my listeners has been eye-opening for all of us. I hope that as we fly through these episodes, you continue to dig deep into your thoughts and beliefs, morals, ethics, and values, for that is the true path to self-awareness. But what good is our newfound values, opinions, thoughts, and desires if we as women are afraid to use our voice and share it with the world? I find myself in therapy constantly trying to empower women to share their voices. In my book, I talk about the adaptive child state in all of us. It's a side of our personalities that women have been made to embrace for thousands of years. It is the side of us that adapts our needs and wants to do what others desire versus what we desire. We become adaptive to their needs, their dreams, their lives, and we learn to quiet our brilliant, strong, and powerful voices. I call this the no voice state. But there's a new shift in the world. It's a shift where women are not only taking back their voices, but they're shouting them to the heavens. In this time of protests and bloggers and podcasters, we're seeing the voices of women claim back our rights, not only out in the public for the world to see, but in our workplaces, in our families, and most importantly, in our relationships. I love this passage in Marianne Williamson's book, A Woman's Worth. Female power has to do with women taking an active part in the conversation whether in the public arena or at the dinner table, and having the same emotional space in which to do so as men. Wow, there are some powerful words. Having the same emotional space in which to do so as men. Let's clarify one piece of that statement. Having the same emotional state within ourselves to do that. Whether men have the emotional ability to share the conversation, the control, or the power with us is irrelevant. It's whether we women have the emotional, intellectual, and psychological strength to engage in every conversation that is in our hearts. So many times I work with a woman who is a screaming adaptive child state. She's learned since childhood that a woman's voice or opinions are not important, and deep in her soul, she hurts. She's torn between the societal belief in the patriarchy and the power that men have and her inner knowledge of her goddess within. This is truly one of the biggest causes of depression. When we shut down our own souls to honor someone else's, or when we're forced to shut down our souls out of fear to take someone else's value more important than our own, our hearts bleed and depression sets in. 
Let's talk for a moment, an important moment, about the huge population of women who are in abusive relationships. Women that you may not even know are abused, your next door neighbor, your boss's wife, your own sister. Whether it's verbal or physical abuse, these women have been beaten down to fear ever, and I mean ever believing that they have a right to their own thoughts or opinions. And God help them if they dare to speak them out loud. And what message does it send to these beautiful souls? It's a message saying, you don't matter. You have no worth. You have no worth. Wow. I mean, just saying that hurts me to the core. The part of our sisterhood that believes that they are not worth anything except what others see they are. We're only 100 years away from being in the same position. The suffragette movement only brought us our right to vote in 1919. This is 2020. That was only 101 years ago. That right to vote was a scream to the world to value a woman's voice, choices, rights, and never to disclaim us again. But remember in the last podcast where I shared with you the idea of multi-generational learning when it came to Blacks' rights? Well, it's no different when it comes to our own voices as women. And not only our voices, but the deep underlying thoughts that our subconscious has to fight every moment about our own self-worth. What were the messages that were passed down to you one woman at a time through the generations of women in your families about women's rights, your freedom to speak up, and your value in this world? You know, the last three weeks of protests for Black Lives Matters I've watched women of all colors, races, and religions stand up and scream. Scream for the rights of blacks to feel safe in our country and to be treated as equals. It is a fight that we only won as women a hundred years ago. Do you realize what a blink of an eye that is in the course of history? How many thousands of years were we discounted as less than? And if you were a person of color, even less than that. The last three weeks to watch women of all races fight for the rights of blacks, men, women, and children, it just stirs within me profound hope. Some of these women are claiming their voices with no fear, and others are terrified, but not letting the fear overcome them. And this is how we will change this world. It's like a soul flashback to the fight we women took on. And all I can hope is that the world is changing one protest at a time. My favorite quote of all time is this. When I dare to be powerful, to use my strength in the service of my vision, then it becomes less and less important whether I'm afraid. That was by Audre Lorde. Now let's get personal. What are you still fighting in your subconscious? What were you taught about the power of a woman and the value of women in this world? If you want to pause this podcast to think about these answers, journal about them, please do, because this time is for you. All right, let's take a nice deep breath. And when you sigh out, I want you to sigh out all of your holding back. And now take another one and exhale out the holding back of generations of women. Take a few breaths. And let's let go of the chains. Okay, let's ask ourselves some questions. Were you taught from the women in your life, your mom, grandmother, aunts, that women are as smart as men? 
Were you taught by the women in your lives to speak up for yourself? Or were you taught to keep quiet? What message did your dad or grandfather, male teachers, coaches, ministers, rabbis, spiritual leaders give you about your own opinions? Were they welcomed? Were they shut down? Or were they put down? Were you taught that women should stay home, raise families? Were you taught that women have a place in the workforce and can offer something to a changing world? Were you taught it's okay to want both work and family? Were you taught that it's a huge value to our world to be a stay-at-home, powerful, compassionate mom and raise a family? Were you taught that the man at work has more value in a relationship and in the world than a woman at home, a mom? Were you taught that men are leaders and you should be a follower? Were you taught that women are leaders and men are followers? Which of those did you believe when you were a child? Which do you believe now? Do you think of yourself as equal to a man? Do you see where I'm going with those last few questions? I don't think I have ever heard a woman answer to me that they were taught that men are followers and that women are leaders. But how easy was it to say to me that, yeah, they learned that men are the stronger, more powerful gender, and they should just happily follow along. They should happily enjoy that they do not need to take control of their lives. They can let the man do it for them. My hope is that you come to a place that neither of those questions bring a yes. My hope is that you understand that men and women can share the power and have equal voices and have equal value in this world and in your relationships. Listen, to this day, we're fighting that concept. We're fighting it in the workplace as men are hired twice as often as women and are paid salaries that women are not. This last hundred years has given us so many things, but we're still fighting for men to see us as equals and to treat us as equals. And truly, so many women are still fighting that own thought process within themselves. What were you taught about women's intelligence? Were you taught that women are intelligent or equally as intelligent as men? Were you taught as a little girl that your education was as important as your brother's or as a boy's? Were you taught that a successful life for a woman is to find a man to take care of her? This is truly a huge glitch in so many women's computer brains and hearts. My generation was taught two contradictory things. We were taught, wouldn't it be great to have a man take care of us for the rest of our lives, give us security, be the breadwinner? And then we were also taught, a woman can do anything in life she wants, support herself, be happy without a mate. Some of us were taught we can be happy with a job and a family. But that screaming, multi-generational learned voice in our heads said half the time, oh yeah, I can take care of myself. But then again, it sure would be nice to have a man that would take care of me. In therapy, we call that an injunction, a glitch in the computer. Our computer brains were programmed to conflicting thoughts. So which is it? Take care of ourselves or have a man take care of us? And not to mention that the societal issues of unequal pay and inequality in the work face and our patriarchal society has kept us from truly embracing the freedom to believe I am woman, hear me roar because we still have to support ourselves. 
But here's our hope. The younger generations are breaking out of that thinking. The multi-generational learning is slipping out of the subconscious and it's being released. My other favorite saying, when we make the subconscious conscious, it can go away. Well, it started a hundred years ago and the rights and value and worth of women is becoming true in our hearts. We are starting to live what we know to be true, that we are equal. And I love that there's a beauty in this latest generation of men. They're learning that that's true too. They have been brought up by women who have embraced their own power and these young men are honoring it. And so slowly, our collective consciousness is changing, but we have to look deep into our own thoughts to make sure we no longer give away our voice. And truly, we need to lift up the women around us who are still being abused or kept down, whether in this country, your country, or any other country. I offer you to really think about your beliefs of the power that you have as a woman. I offer you to look at your mom and see what kind of roles she taught you and what kind of female roles she modeled for you. I offer you to look at your dad to see what he believed in his heart and empowered in you about your value and your worth or what he didn't. And then I offer you to do the following. I want you to list the negative beliefs that you still have that are holding you back from feeling empowered in this world. Then I want you to list the value that you bring to this world. I want you to list the qualities in you that you cannot wait to share with as many people as you can, whether it's your creativity or your voice, your brilliance, your intellect, your ideas, your compassion, or your kindness. I want you to find a way to say it. I want you to sing it. I want you to claim it. And I want you to live it. I'm going to leave you with this quote by Anonymous. Whoever she is, I love that woman. She needed a hero, so that's what she became. Fellow adventurers, thank you for letting me into your lives today. Please be good to yourselves, be proud of yourselves, value every ounce of you, and be gentle on yourselves as you take this journey to the deepest parts of you. Thanks, all. I look forward to popping back into your lives again next week. Thank you for joining me today on the Guy Free Podcast. My hope is that you leave this podcast inspired, fired up, and ready to take that next step on the magical journey of self-awareness. And then you come back and join us again. Oh, and if you can do me a quick favor, please leave me a five-star review over on iTunes. I gain so much from reading the reviews and getting feedback from my listeners. Each week, I'm going to choose one special person who's left me a review to win my book, Guy Free Working On Me. That was the book that started it all. Make sure you add your name to the review, and I'll reach out to you if you're the winner. Thanks again for spending your time with me today. Be sure to visit me on the Guy Free Working On Me Facebook page and on workingonme.com for past episodes and insight into the fabulous journey to you.